Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Infinite Boost Podcast. This is Tom, and today I am bringing you something very interesting, something I've never done before. Two people at the same time, but not just two people, two people that happen to be related to each other as well. I know it's revolutionary. Star Fox and Rob, thank you so much for joining me here on the show. Yes, thank you. Yeah, thanks. Uh, really good thank to be here. Yeah, thanks for having it. us. Yeah, of course. So um, I believe the way that I heard it correctly is Rob found the podcast from Star Fox. You're both members of the Booster Club. You've been with us for a little while. I've seen you active in there, which I greatly appreciate. But why don't you both just take a little minute and tell me your your Rocket League backstory, your Rocket League history? Uh, sure, I can go first. Um, so I got into Rocket League probably in, I want to say, season one, actually, back in 2015. Um, I started playing with my buddy, Ben. I would go over to his house. He worked with me at Sears when I still did uh, customer service work. And um, I would go over to his place sometimes, and we booted up on his PlayStation 3. And it was it was foreign to me because at the time, I'd come from a competitive background with Halo. I was playing a lot of Halo 2, a lot of Halo 3 on the Xbox. And he uh, one day at at work, he asked me, you know, hey, I have this cool game called Rocket League. You, you play soccer with cars. And I thought at first, you know, that sounds pretty dumb, but I can't or I couldn't get him to play uh, play Halo. So I figured I'd go over and uh, try out Rocket League and we played it and I got hooked pretty quick. Um, we would just play the bots. We never played online. It'd be rookie bots. And for the longest time, um, I'd go over and we would never uh, we'd never uh, use the boost button unfortunately so no boost just driving around just like the bots and eventually we figured out boost and that if you did it you could beat the um the bot to the to the ball and we would spend oh i mean hours literally just beating the bot on kickoff and scoring over and over and over and over again and it was really silly it sounds really dumb but we ended up having a blast and uh, like I said, though, I, I play uh, or I played Halo back then. I was primarily Halo 3 competitively, um, not professionally or anything like that, not even close. But I did game battles and stuff, which I can get into later. But um, essentially, uh, I stopped playing Rocket League uh, as his military background started to pick up. And then I picked it up again in season three, and we all know season three, it's the meme season, it's super long, took forever to get through, but um, that's when I built my first computer, so I decided to you know, start playing it on the PC, and uh, I didn't really start taking it seriously until season four, and that's when I started to actually jump into competitive and into casual and actually starting to play online and getting into that realm, um, and to try to pick this up, I... Uh, got into plat um around season five i think and i was stuck there or i wouldn't say stuck i was there for about four seasons or two seasons rather and then i uh ended up getting into diamond and this was between twos and threes and i did get stuck in there for four seasons um i finally made it into champ in season 10 uh i went back down to diamond three i believe for about two seasons and then in uh, season 14, I ended up becoming champ three. And in season 14, before we switched over to Epic Games, I managed to top out at 1600 
as a grand champ. Oh, nice. Very good. Okay. So before we get into any of that, Rob, hit me with it. I started playing um, Rocket League. I I would say I played season three, but I didn't have my own account in season three because I would kind of like, as the little, little brother, younger brother, I would leech off my brother's account. And so like, I would say I started in season three, but I didn't actually have my own like actual game and progress until season four. And, um, I started playing on the, uh, PlayStation, PlayStation, uh, was it four? I believe PlayStation four. And, um, I think I played on the PlayStation four until about season seven, I believe. Um, I know my first season, I think I ended in silver. So I got the bronze and silver rewards for season four and all that. And, um, I quickly got out of silver. Uh, I don't think I was in gold for very long. And then when I hit platinum, that's like, that's when I really got into the thicket of it. And I, um, I was probably in plat for like four seasons, but like when I was in plat, I was like jumping from plat to diamond, but it was mostly because I didn't really have anybody to play with. So like my brother was like a high diamond or low champ at the time, like in in that kind of like, uh, timeline. And he would kind of like pull me out of plat and put me in diamond. And then I would be like, all right, well, I'm going to go play a little bit by myself. And then there you go. I'd lose 80, 90 MMR and go right back down. And, uh, I probably did that for like, probably did that for like four seasons. And uh, it was rough. So, like, I would have my diamond rewards. And I wouldn't, like, I wasn't a diamond. I was, I was a plat. I was just being pulled up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but when I actually got into diamond, I spent a lot of time in diamond. I, man, it was a rough time. It was like seven seasons, I think, I spent in diamond. Um, mm. Yeah. And I, like, Star will tell you, like, I was stuck. I was stuck real bad. And, uh, like I would always get to the cusp of it and I would get my champ rewards, but I'd, I'd do it through rumble. And Mm, mm -hmm. so I have like champ rewards all the way back to like season 11 and 12, I believe. And it's just like, like I wasn't a champ. I was a, it was a rumble guy. So (laughs) I would just roll that through. And, uh, finally, whenever I got out of, uh, finally when I got out of diamond and, uh, I got myself into champ, I was champ one, I think season 13, Um, and then I just like took off and I really had a lot of motivation. And when this is when my brother was around champ three to grand champ, he was jumping back and forth and him and I would play and him and I playing twos. I think it was, was it season 14 star? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we actually got me all the way up to, I think it was like 1430 or 1435, somewhere around that ballpark. So it was like mid champ three, I believe is what that is. Yeah. And, uh, this was in twos. I think I was like diamond two or diamond three and threes. Cause I was like, you know, up and down and up and down I go. And, uh, season 14 really, really rolled around. And I played a lot of rumble in season 14. Um, I actually got my grand champ rewards in rumble that season. And at the end of the season, I was maybe eight, eight or nine games from top 100 in rumble in the world. Um, I was really, I was really grinding it. And then, we went to Epic free to play comes around. They did like a massive reset. And I went from being like a champ two, champ three player. And I went straight back down to diamond. And then like, I'd be diamond two and then I'd get the champ one, excuse me. And I'd go back down and I'd up and up and down. And it was just like that 
every season. I think this season um, is the first season that I really didn't hit diamond. I was always in champ. And finding this podcast is what really brought the drive to play Rocket League back to me because I played most of the free-to-play, like seasons two, three, and four, were just like, ah, this game's a joke. You know, I'm never going to get better, blah, blah, blah. And like, I always surrounded myself, like I didn't, I didn't, wasn't purposeful, but I would surround myself with like toxic people. Mm -hmm. And if I would do a replay review, like that person would be like just eating me. Like they would just grill me and it would be like, they're not helping me progress. It would be like a demoralizing replay review where they're just picking every, like if, if, if I would act, if I would turn early, they would like stop the replay and give me like a two minute explanation on why that was the dumbest decision they've ever seen. And it was, it was, it was really, it was really bad. It wasn't, it wasn't helping me. And, sure. uh, I joined, I joined your community. I met a couple people and this was just within a couple weeks, I think what, two weeks, I believe. And, uh, we talked with somebody and he had star and I like rotating and he explained the rotation in like five minutes. And we went on a massive win streak. We were just winning game after game after game. And it was, it was crazy. So it, it, it really brought it back for me. So I'm, 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 I'm honestly really glad I found the podcast because it, it, it brought the drive back. You know what I'm saying? Like it really, it really brought everything that like is good about rocket league back into my life. And I'm, I greatly appreciate that. So for sure. What do you, what do you think the differences were like, dig into that a little bit more for me. Like what's the difference for you in between what you were dealing with or the people that you were, you know, surrounding yourself with as opposed to like, what about that was causing you to not, necessarily want to play the game and and what is the difference now in between like your recent experiences well during during the the free-to-play seasons before this one um I, I streamed on twitch and i met a lot of people that were like i wouldn't really call them like fake friends but they were really only talking to me because i i streamed and they wanted like the publicity on it i mean i wouldn't say i was a huge streamer but you know i could pull some viewers and like like those people just would like on the stream, they'd be the nicest people you ever met. But then like, if I asked them for help, they'd be, they would just give me a very like run of the mill explanation of something. They wouldn't actually like, try to explain something to me or they would just like lead me to YouTube videos and they would say, Oh, Hey, go watch Sunless's video. Go watch, uh, go watch spook Luke's video. It wasn't like, well, let's sit down for five minutes and I'll show you, I'll show you how to set up an air dribble or, I'll show you how to set up a 45. Like, like those people would just say, oh, hey, go watch this. So, but now, now it's like, hey, you know, I'm struggling with air dribbles. This was just yesterday. Um, Fusion, the you had uh, Fusion on as, as a guest. And him and I, for about 25 minutes, just did a 1v1 with unlimited boost. And all we did was just set up air dribbles. That's all we did for 25 minutes. And he was like really helpful with getting me there. And I didn't have that before, but like now, like if I need just even a little bit of help or just a quick replay review, uh, there's always somebody willing to say, Oh yeah, Hey, I'll look at it for you. Or I can set 10, 15 minutes aside and show you how to set this up. And then, and then it, then it's up to me to get it to, you know, become a rhythm and a routine that I try, you know, air dribbling for an hour a day every day or 45 minutes every day. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, definitely. Well, I'm glad. And, and so it's interesting that, you know, you bring this up and we're talking about it because part of that, you know, is obviously there's two parts. The fact that you have found better people to surround yourself with, whether or not that is in my discord, you know, that is up to you as a listener. Obviously I would prefer people come join us because I feel like it's a, it's a beneficial community for people. Uh, and also you took advantage of that and you took responsibility for, you know, where you were and what you could do and you did something about it. Right. So where are you now rank wise? Um, I am champ two in twos, uh, but I really haven't been playing twos that much at all. Um, because I've really been really, really, really been trying to focus on, uh, threes. Uh, I'm still low champ one in threes, but I've had, I don't even know, maybe five or six people that are all higher ranked champ three, grand champ one, grand champ two that have played like casual with me or like maybe, you know, in houses where it's just a hodgepodge of ranks. You could have a diamond Mm -hmm. one and a champ one and a GC two on one team and then three diamond twos on another or whatever. And, uh, they all say that like, I, I really shouldn't be where I'm at. Um, but I'm, I'm a firm believer that I'm here for a reason and I just got to figure out what that reason is. I got to get it fixed and I got to keep moving forward. If you had any idea what it was, or if you could put a finger on it, any, any thoughts? Uh, I would say, honestly, I feel like I struggle with not only shot placement, like where to put the ball, mm-hmm. but actually like really hitting it hard. I mean, like clears, I can slam a ball to the moon, but you put that ball, you know, at the midfield line and it's, you know, halfway up to the ceiling and you say, Hey, I need you to jump off this wall and, you know, slap that ball as hard as you can. Like I'm hitting it off the bottom of my car. So it's going straight down or I'm hitting it and it's going back to the wall that I just jumped off of, or I miss it completely. Like, I just feel like it's placement and power and it seems like a simple fix, but it's, it's really the little things and all it takes is one mistake and like champ ones are champ ones, but they will capitalize and they will get you. Eventually. Definitely. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, let's make this interesting since it is a podcast with three people star. What's your, what's your, what's your brother's biggest issue? (laughs) Uh, I had a hunch you'd ask that. (laughs) Um, well, I mean, we were just playing today for what, three hours, you'd say something like that. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere, somewhere around that we were playing primarily threes, trying to hone in on that, um, that threes rotation. I primarily play twos. Uh, I solo queue most of the time. I rarely have teammates. Um, my, my, my primary reason is I'm very poor at communication so I've been playing a lot with my brother to do threes, but also to hone in on where I lack, which is communication. But um, that kind of went a little off topic. But uh, as far as what I see, I would agree. Definitely shot placement, consistency, accuracy. Um, and then it's little things on defense. Uh I try to tell them like uh, shadowing. Shadowing is definitely one of the more difficult things I've seen with him. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes 
he has a tendency, and I do it too, but we both have a tendency to panic on defense, mm. Uh, mm. trying to keep that threes rotation solid while uh, defending our net. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you guys, you guys do play together. Do you play together on a regular basis or is that just an every now and then kind of thing? Well, unfortunately I work nights and he works days, so we can't play during the week. Yeah. So, uh, primarily just weekends. And, and that's when, you know, I have the availability because I have a family, I have a daughter. So, uh, I want to say that we, we try to play at least a couple times a month. Would that be accurate, Rob? Yeah, I would say so, for sure. Yeah. So the when I caught you the other week, that wasn't that was not something that happens just every day. Correct. Yeah. Hmm. Correct. All right. So Star, you're sitting at like uh, you said GC GC what? Well, at season fourteen, I hit uh, I hit Grand Champ. I topped out at sixteen hundred. Okay. Um, and then when we switched to Epic Games, I, uh, I so in season fourteen, I really pushed, and I mean hard. I knew we were switching to Epic Games. I knew Psionic said, "Hey, we're gonna, we're gonna completely overhaul the system. We're switching back to season one." And I desperately wanted that gold title before we switched over, and there was no more gold titles. So I pushed hard. And I finally got to Grand Champ. I got the season rewards. I got the title. And it ended up burning me out hard. Mm. So when we switched over, I came back for season one. I played for a little bit. But I was like, you know, between being burned out and what Rob was talking about earlier, where, you know, uh, people's ranks got all sorts of jumbled up and Sonics did whatever they did with ranks. I ended up in a place where I was playing with a hodgepodge of it could be people that should have been all the way in high grand champ supersonic legend all the way down to you know somewhere in diamond and it was super frustrating and i didn't (laughs) want to deal with it at the time so Mm -hmm. i just took a break and i started playing other games um i probably came back to rocket league again starting in season three as i really started to pick it back up again and i had got away from the other games i was playing and I ended up in Grand Champ, or not Grand Champ, I'm sorry, back in Champ 2 is where I ended that season. And then in Season 4, I climbed, interestingly, to Champ 3 in 3s, but only Champ 2 in 2s. And then this season, it's reverse. I'm Champ 3, Div 2 in 2s, but I'm only Champ 2, Div 3 in 3s. Interesting. Yes. Okay. So what do you, what do you feel like, what do you feel like are your opportunities right now or where, where do you feel like you can grow? Um, well, I primarily pride myself on being more of a rotational and positioning person. And even that I know I have my flaws in when you primarily play twos like I do, and then you try to switch over to threes, they're completely different. So um, with threes rotation, it's far more static. There's a plan behind it. But with twos, there's only, I mean, there's, I wouldn't, I would argue that there's barely rotation with twos at all. You have one person challenging the ball and your teammate is somewhere behind 
somewhere where and depending on the situation could be midfield could end up you know farther back depending on what the opponents are going to do with the ball they might get a good clear uh so twos is far more dynamic and the reason i'm better with that is because of the unpredictability but with that unpredictability comes um inconsistencies so i can i find that with twos I can take shelter in those inconsistencies and I know that I don't have to be stuck in a rotation. I'm not dependent on two other people and I'm not cluttered with three other people on the other team. Mm -hmm. So um, if that makes any sense, I think it does. Yeah. So I'd say that my, my biggest issues are at least in threes would definitely be rotation, figuring that out. Um, and between threes and twos is going to be mechanics. The one thing that's really holding me back right now from climbing into GC is I don't have the speed to perform um, very minute and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Very like very difficult uh, touches. Mm-hmm. that um, happen at high speed. So yes, let's say, for instance, I'm shadowing someone on the way back and I'm trying to give my teammate in twos, I'm trying to give my teammate time to rotate back and someone uh, gets a real good flick on me. A lot of times I have trouble um, getting a good clear at high speed to where the ball doesn't just shoot straight up into the ceiling and bounce back down in front of our net or sure. making sure that I conscientiously clear the ball to one side or the other, or just getting really good, clean touches was probably my biggest issue. And then mechanics, again, I, I'm not good at flip resets. I'm not good at ceiling shots. I'm, I'd probably say subpar at best at mm. uh, air dribbles. So I really try to hone in on my positioning and rotation, but um, a lot of the times I get caught with my pants down the proverbial pants down on wall plays and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so i'd say those would be my issues rob what do you think are the biggest mistakes your brother makes um (laughs) i can't wait to hear you guys fight about this when the podcast (laughs) he uh he would he would understand this because it happened a little bit today it's um he he overstretches sometimes and what i mean by that is uh, let's just say I get a soft touch off the backboard in our corner and this is in three. So I'm trying to just get a soft touch and then get rid of it. Uh, what will happen? I would say maybe 60% of the time is I would attempt to like just half volley, you know, s- smash the ball. And he would be on the, op- he'd be on the, op- like if it's on the right corner, he'd be on like the, um, the left wall and he'd be going up. Like, so I'm in the right corner. He's in the left wall. He'd be going up for like a pass jump off the wall, maybe get a quick counterattack, catch him slipping. And uh, what would happen is I would attempt the, the the bang and I would just get obliterated in a 50. Mm. And we're solo queuing or me and him are duo queuing threes and our, our third would, you know, maybe just jump at the ball and he would he just miss. And then it's I'm out of the play because I just got obliterated by this 50. I get demoed or whatever. Our teammates now flopping like a fish. <laughs> towards the midfield and my brother is in in like trying to rotate back but he, he <laughs> no man's land on, yeah he is now like in in their far corner boost 
you know, getting off that wall to come back mm-hmm. and we get scored on. But then the other 40% of the time is, it's 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 kind of, well, I would say 20, 20, 20, I would say. So 20% of the time I actually hit that ball to him. He goes down, he either, he either scores it or it's really close. Um, and then the other 20% of the time is he doesn't trust me. And I, I hit the ball and I get a blister and it's coming right to where he should be. And he turns around as I hit the ball and goes back to net. Mm. <laughs> That's what happens. And it, it happens all the time. Um, and I can't blame him because 60% of the time I just get destroyed. Is this in, in twos 50. or threes? This is threes. Okay. Yeah. So it, it and another thing is I always kind of joke around with them whenever we're playing casual. And like I have, I was actually telling somebody this yesterday. I have really, really good off the ball mechanics, which just, just is car control. So, like if, if if I need to like get from the get from the wall to the ceiling to the floor, I can do that rather quickly. But you put a mm-hmm. ball in front of me, and I can't t- I can't touch it. For some reason, my my brain's just like, hey, there's a, there's a sphere in front of you, so you can't do whatever you want to do. You got to do something else. Mm-hmm. Like and I just took a brain block with me, and um, I, it's it's just it's crazy, like. He'll he'll hit the ball to me, and if it's just like a, a shot to me, I can twirl, hit it, bang it down. Him, he's like, he like I hit it up to him, and he's a straight line player. He's very straight. He does he does he does no spins. He does no twirls. He does no like wave dash. Like he wave dashes, but he doesn't do like like he doesn't like squishy shuffle and stuff. Like he has no he has no like mechanical like off the ball thing. Like if if you if you throw a ball up to him, he's very straight. Mm-hmm. Like he has no air roll. He's just up. And he could he could just keep his car straight and somehow hit it left or right. I don't know how he does it. So but you're so you're saying that I'm too predictable. Then you think it's not that like you're it's easy to read what my touches are. Maybe, but like you don't you don't have and this is just my opinion. You don't have that ability to uh, really change the direction unexpectedly. So I guess predictability, yes, but. Like I'm I'm sure like Tom I'm sure you see it all the time. It's like you see people go up and they're spinning. And they hit the ball, and you're just like, "How'd the ball even go over there?" Mm. Like, and it makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Or, like, like, like Star, he's just up, and he hits the ball, and it's like a beeline to right, like right where he's facing, it's going right there. Mm-hmm. So, like, if if you need a top left corner, he can hit the top left corner, but he ain't mm-hmm. gonna do. I mean, and it's it it's like being flashy is five percent of Rocket League. You don't have to be flashy. There's plenty of people out there that are very, very, very consistent, and they're just straight. They don't do any type of, like, they don't do any type of spins or twirls or ceiling shots or nothing. Like, he's, I, I feel like if, if he were to improve his off-ball off, off ball mechanics a little bit, just being able to adjust in the air while using air roll, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of those balls that, you know, maybe hit just a little bit above the uh, crossbar and bounce out, if he could like maybe even turn his car just upside down and hit it down mm-hmm. farther, he might be able to get one of those like straight down shots, something like that. Sure. I just feel like that's 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 what he would that's what you'd have to work on. It's just he's in my opinion, he's he's too straight, too straight line of a player. Well, to my defense, to my defense, I have yes, been please. working on Lethemir's ring map. So here's what I want to say. Here, here, here we go. All right. So to counter you, Rob, okay, you don't train. <laughs> Every time I, I tell I you don't. to train, you will not do it. This man, Tom, will not train ever. He will not do free play. 
He will not do training packs. He will not do workshop maps. He always says he gets way too bored. And I understand, like, you know, if you do training packs, they're static shots. You know, you can repeat them over and over again. And how often are you really going to run into those situations? Rather, that's not what it's really geared towards. It's to get you to be able to even do those shots in the first place or the defense or, you know, whatever the case may be. But he won't do any of that stuff. In my case, I will. I will train often. Anytime I'm not in a game, I'm in free play or in a workshop. And what I was going to say is I do Lethemir's ring maps and I'm trying desperately to hold the air roll and to try to get through the rings. But I will say out of all the mechanics that I've tried to practice so far, trying to keep your car uh, air rolling and steering it through the air is probably one of the hardest things I've had to do so far. It is very difficult, very difficult. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rob, what's what's the deal with training, huh? Um, <laughs> well, I've been getting better with it. I've been getting better, and he he said he does he said I don't do workshop maps. I actually love workshop maps. I do them all the time. Training packs, no, I don't do training packs. Um, and and it's it's not to the fault of the people that create them, but just some some of them shots are just so unrealistic, and like very rare do I ever see like I was doing um it was it was called uh, I think it was like double double touch playground or something like that I'm not sure what the training pack was, but yeah like these shots that they were like simulating are like nine million miles an hour ain't nobody in champ one ever throwing that up to me ever. Never. So, like, I would, I would rather just use my Bacchus mod plugin and just drive around a free play because I do, I, I do free play. I, you don't, you don't learn how to two wheel drift and squishy shuffle without doing free play. Um, so, I would just, I just do the pass. <laughs> so, so what you're saying is, when you are in free play, you're not doing anything productive. You're practicing squishy shovels and two wheel driving. Oh yeah, that's that's fun. It's good times. Yeah, keep keep keeps me keeps me going. It does. Yeah, but anyway, uh, that's why that's why I don't do training packs. Most of them shots are just they're just un, uh, super unrealistic. Like I don't know. That's just why. <laughs> I mean, wor- workshop maps are great. I love them because I love air rolling and I love spinning and twirling and you know I was I was an aspiring freestyler in those. I call I call them the dark days, like seasons one, two, and uh, one, two, three, and then part of four were like my dark days of Rocket League where. I didn't really care about anything. And it was like, if the ball's in the air, I'm spinning. I'm getting it. I'm going for it. I don't care if two other people jump up with me. Work. I'm, somebody's hitting the ball, and I'm going to make sure it's me. <laughs> so that's, how I, that's what, how I played the game. <laughs> Rob, what would, you, what would you say that your overall goal with Rocket League is? I, and uh, somebody actually asked me this recently, I would love to uh, just even get Grand Champ 1. And I feel like I'm really not that far off. Like, I feel like I have the speed. I have the off-ball mechanics. It's just, I Grand Champ 1, like, even if I, like, Grant, this is going to be oddly specific. If I can get Grand Champ 1, Div 2. Mm. Because so you that want to be like a solid Grand Champ. Yes, I want to be a, I want to be a solidified Grand Champ. If I can hit Grand Champ 1, Div 2, and I can stay between t- Div 2 and 3, I could play that for years and be fine. Like, I, I personally have, I don't think I'm ever going to hit that SSL ceiling. Them guys are crazy. Them guys are just all over the place. Like, that ain't me. I, I can't do, I can't do none of that. So, 
What do you think the difference, like, what is it about GC1 Div 2 that is that is going to be the thing for you? Um, I Honestly, I just, I, I, I really like having titles. I really like having titles and there's no title in between grand champ and SSL. Like if, like if there was a title for GC two and a title for GC three, it might, uh, it might give some people a little bit more of a drive to get to those titles. But like, like the, the, the drive from GC one to SSL, it just seems like such a far climb mm-hmm. and you're really not getting much out of it. Like you're, you're getting better at the game, but like your rewards stay the same. Mm hmm. So that's just that's just my look on it. Like, why? why like, if, if I can get to, you know, GC one div two, why would I, you know, really, 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 really play this game and push really hard just to go up another what two hundred MMR, you know, mm-hmm. and 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 deal with the sweatiest people on this planet. Yep. To uh, <laughs> to, to 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 get a white tag, you know what I'm saying? Like, sure. I'll, so I'll really, it's just about the title for you. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, because it's 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 something to reach for. But I mean. Mm-hmm. The, the the reach from GC one to SSL is just that's a that's a long reach, and I got short arms. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> so I mean, okay. What do you what do you think that reach is going to take? Like, what what does that look like for you? Um, it's just time. It's just I I have to, I have to take the time. I have to take the time. I really have to sit down. I have to play this game. I mean, I play for like an hour and a half a day because I, I, I like sleep. So I can't do the whole, you know, play for six hours, go to bed at one, wake up at five. I can't do that. Uh, so I just feel like it, it takes some time. It's it's going to it's going to be hard. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be hard. And mm-hmm. uh, it's going to ta- it's going to take. I, I always joke with uh, with my brother that I'm uh, if, if they wouldn't have restarted back back to season one, I told him that I would be like a, a season 21 GC. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so, so you have like three more seasons left to get there. Oh yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I think I could do it. I really do. I think if 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 I think within a season and a half, if I really sat down, if I sat down, I could. I think I could do it. What does that mean if you if you sit down? I I'm I'm putting your feet to the fire here a little bit because I I think I'm looking for what what you're going to do different to actually get there? Um, well, first I, 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 I got to get over the whole not like training thing. That's for sure. I got to do that. I, I hate training. I hate everything about training. Um, but if, if, if you can hit them dumb shots, I guess you're going to get more realistic ones and you're going to be able to hit those too. I guess. I don't know, but what do you, sure. what do you hate about training? Star, you like training. I mean, you already said it. You don't mind training yeah. so much. Yeah. Rob, what do you hate about training so much? I mean, let's it's... let's really dig into it. Because I, I hear this from people all the time, and it really grinds my gears. And I just, <laughs> if I could eradicate the hate of training from the face of the earth, I'll die a happy man. It's, okay, so, like I said, like the, the, sh- the shots they give you, mm-hmm. um, they just don't make sense. Like, like for, for my rank, they don't make sense. So like, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't truly practice like double touches and backboard reads, you know, because I'm not, I'm never going to see them in game. So if, if, if I practice them in training mm-hmm. and I get so accustomed to seeing that ball up there, you know, whenever I go to play my games, I'm, I'm never, I'm never going to see them in game. 
Mm-hmm. So it just it just seems like wasted time. And then like the I would say the only one that I really that I really need to work on because it makes sense is shadow defense. Like the mm-hmm. shadow defense uh training pack. Like that one makes sense because most of those are like I see that in game a lot and I get scored on a lot and it's like like I always blame myself. Like I'm 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 not a blame your team. I used to be a blame your teammate guy, but I'm not. So but mm. I just I don't know. Like like the, the striker packs that people create, double touches and musties and you know, backboard reads, like that stuff, it just you you don't you don't see it. Like you mm. don't see that kind of stuff in champ one. And I don't want to sit there and grind for two hours and hit 50 shots and then go to my rank game and you know maybe i'm looking for that touch and i never get it and it's just like oh like like come on give me the ball like just hit it like but never never happens so uh that's that's what i would say i mean maybe when i maybe i can climb up a little bit more like champ two champ three where people can actually you know half volley a ball across the field consistently um maybe maybe i'll look into like the, the, the striker trainings but like I feel like the defensive training packs are, are what I really need to focus on. So you feel like your weakness is defense. So you would rather be working on defensive things. Right. Well, the, the reason, the reason I would say that is because uh, at my rank, you can have, you know, either two shots on their net or seven shots on their net. It just depends on like when you're placing them, how you're placing them. And it, it depends on where, like where your team is during them shots. So, if if I can guarantee that I can save any form of counterattack, that team's gonna break eventually. Mm-hmm. So if 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 I can become, you know, the anchor of the defense, and I can always be, you know, hitting the ball off the backboard and clearing it out, or if somebody's trying to, you know, dribble me, and I can just really take that ball away from them uh, with sh- with shadow defending then the other two players on the field or from playing 2v2 a teammate on the other teammate on my on the on the field um can have you know a, a clear path and it makes it a hundred times easier and i remember even just a couple days ago um my brother and i were playing and we were just i think we had like 12 shots in a game like that doesn't seem like a lot but that's a lot for threes like we were all over them and like we I think we gave up one goal and they had like three shots and we had like 12 and I think we scored like four goals, five goals. Um, but it was just like the constant, just back and we just always on their side, back over there, back over there, back, like they're eventually going to break. So even if we take 12 shots and we only score five of them uh, and, and they only have three shots and they score one of them or four shots and score one of them. If, if I can stop that one, sh- that one shot that would have went in, mm-hmm. then, you know, five to nothing is better than five to one. And because if, if you narrow that down, you know, a, 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 a four to two is better than a three to two. And a, a three to two is better than a two, two overtime that you lose after eight minutes of just playing volleyball. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So, sure. so star is somebody that's already made this climb. Yes. Sitting or, I mean, you're certainly closer to that GC area. I'm I'm curious of your thoughts about all of that. Um, 
I would agree. I would agree with the first part where he said that he definitely needs to work on shadow defense and whatnot. It, that is something that I, I believe I mentioned earlier. I'm pretty sure. My memory is mm-hmm. pretty bad. Yeah, but um, I think so. Okay. So shadow defense for sure is a big kicker. I mean, and more, more primarily for twos, but it definitely applies to threes. If, if you have both teammates that... Uh, ended up going for the ball or one gets demoed or uh, some some crazy scenario happens and you happen to be the last man back and you actually do have to shadow. Um, it's definitely something he needs to work on that definitely hit one of his weaker points. Um, I would say, though, you were saying, Rob, that you don't like the, the striker packs and stuff. And while the... While the aerial ones, yes, I can I can jump in on your argument where you're saying it's boring, it's unrealistic, double touches, stuff like that. Sure, I guess you could apply that to higher ranks. Um, you know, when you climb up a little higher, I can understand not wanting to focus on those things, which makes sense. But I wouldn't roll out striker packs altogether. One of the things that you were saying earlier is that you lack consistency and accuracy with shooting. And even though striker packs can be boring and you might be able to put those shots on the pro level striker pack or the all-star striker pack or any of the custom striker packs, you might be able to put those shots on target. It's never just about stopping there. It's always about how much better each time can I put those shots on target and how well can I do my placement and how powerful can I get those shots? So striker packs are definitely just as important as defensive packs and as aerial packs, uh, whatever packs you're going to be training for sure. Um, and that comes from my experience of, uh, solo queuing, which is, you know, that really, if you've solo queued a lot, you know that it, really beats you down it's tough because you're constantly rotating through new teammates you have to spend the first minute and 30 seconds of each game figuring out how your teammates are so you know you're i'm used to that that toughness and that grind and i'm used to seeing where i'm making mistakes and where my teammates are making mistakes and what needs worked on like where i need to be based off of the rank i am and what uh, mechanics I should be working on based off of the rank of where I am and my shadow defense and how accurate I need to be to be able to climb out of those ranks. So all in all, striker just as important as uh, shadow defense, backboard defense, any of that stuff, I'd say. Do either of you guys play golf? I do. I love golf. I do not. I find it extremely boring. <laughs> Fair enough. I feel like, and I mean, this applies to all kinds of other things, but Rocket League is not just one skill, right? It's not like playing Rocket League is just Rocket League and you get good at Rocket League. There's defense, there's offense, there's aerials, there's shot Mm -hmm. accuracy, there's being able to touch the ball to have it bounce above the net when you're facing your net. Like there's, there's all of these little things. And at the end of the day, what matters is being able to do all of them highly effective so that you rank up, whether it's 
the shadow defense, whether it's shot accuracy. I feel like all of them kind of, you know, you put them all in a nice little basket and then all of a sudden you become a better player. It, it they they all have a lot of value and it really just depends on how you want to increase the skill in all of those things, whether it's by putting yourself in certain situations and then watching them back and then trying something differently. Or if you want to be in a training pack, I guess. Okay. So Rob, would you say that part of training packs is just because it's not as thrilling as being in a game? Then yes, you actually nailed it. I would say that's, that's probably it. Yeah. See, I I look at training packs as game situations. Every single time I'm working on a training pack, I'm thinking about hitting that shot in a game and what it would take to get that pass and do the best that I can with it or do whatever, you know, the shot or particular training thing is offering me and looking at it as a game situation, because then I know if I can do it in that situation, then I can take it into a game and I will be able to do it better there. That's a great way to put that. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. And that just kind of slapped me across the face. I apologize for interrupting you, but I, I think, I think that, you know, the next time or just take time in a training pack and say, okay, this is, this is a game, right? And the game, whether you look at it as like, you're trying to win an actual game of rocket league, or it's a game for you where I'm doing the best that I can to hit the next five shots into the top left corner and then you have stakes right like you're trying to beat yourself you're trying to do this better than you did it the last time and so one thing that i wrote down and i don't know if this makes complete sense you say that you don't blame your teammates and i I don't want this to and you know listeners at home might look at this and i hope you're not taking it this way or anything like that like i didn't bring both of you on to just like rag on rob for an hour that's not <laughs> i hope you're not taking it that All way right. um but you said you don't blame your teammates but like with that double with that was it the double touch yeah the double touch playground not not the backboard reads because you said uh you you don't blame your teammates but those shots never come up in your games I'm I will offer up to you that blaming the games that you're in is not that far away from blaming your teammates. Like you're not pointing a finger at any individual person like you're still doing a good job of taking responsibility, but just because you don't necessarily see something in your games is not necessarily a reason to not do something because you don't want to be in champ 1 forever, right? Right. Yeah kind of sucks down here it's not it's not very fun <laughs> well i mean okay i i don't have enough time to get into that whole mindset um but like taking the time to work on those things not only provides you like a new challenge and prepares you for what's next it also is building up your skills and everything else like just imagine if you're hitting double taps on a regular basis, you're learning 
better car control. You're learning how to read the ball better. You're learning how to hit the ball better. You're learning how to hit the ball with power. Like all of these things can very simply and very fast, fastly, horrible (laughs) word, be put into a game in champ one. And then you just whoosh right through. Yeah, no, I'd I'd agree with that 100%. Like he's saying, like to just capitalize on that, you know, you, you, you find it boring to go for what you would call quote unquote unrealistic touches or shots in training. But like he's saying, not only are you practicing to hone in on shooting a double tap, but like he said, you're also practicing, maybe not even realizing it, car control power, accuracy, stuff like that. So it it all ends up mattering. And so you may not get that shot, maybe out of 100 hours of gameplay, or I won't go by hours, maybe out of 10 games, we'll say 10 games, one game, you get that shot opportunity one time in that game. At least you know that you practice that and you'll be able to hit that shot when that opportunity comes up. But not only that, because you practice all those things, you practice the car control, you practice the accuracy, you practice the power and the consistency. It's going to carry over to all the other things you're doing in those 10 games you've played. And it should, should result in ranking up and being able to play. Most importantly, you know, you're saying it's, it's tough to be down in that rank. And I totally get it. Um, most importantly, it will help you climb out of that rink and will help you, uh, better get an idea of what your teammates are doing in that rank, what they're capable of doing, what they can't do and being able to play around those people and use the skills that you have to help the outcome of the game turn out better in your favor. All right. <laughs> that was a lot yeah, that sounds like a lecture like we're t- sitting yeah. here lecturing you <laughs> wow yeah. um, rob we just want what's best for you well, I, I appreciate that yeah no <laughs> I, i'm listen I, I i take i take criticism and i take constructive criticism very well um probably because i was you know pretty much flamed for every question i had you know in the earlier uh free-to-play seasons by mm-hmm. those unnamed um, but yeah, so, I mean, definitely, I, I definitely need to work on training packs. It's just, I just, I, I got to get over that mental block of like, when am I ever going to see this? You know, that's, that's mm-hmm. basically what, what I need to get over. And, you know, maybe I just got to sit down and like, maybe just appear offline for like one day a week and just play four hours of training packs and just don't even, don't even think about Q and ranked or anything like that. Maybe. Maybe I gotta maybe I gotta do something like that just to try to push myself past that mental block of, you know, not wanting to do it because I don't think I'm ever gonna see it. And it doesn't even have to be that extreme. You know, I'm not sitting here asking you to like deprive yourself of the thing that you want to do, which is, you know, play the game. But at the same time, you know, take twenty minutes and and it might not even be the the double tap playground, because that is a hard pack, especially, you know, for somebody in the, 
middle of champ one, I, I suppose, you know, you could say instead of just saying like, I'm never going to see those shots, those shots are impossible. They don't make sense to me. Well, try to make sense of them or like just work on them. I, you know, there was a time that I couldn't even, you know, get a decent first touch on those to get anywhere close to a double tap, but enough time and enough effort put into them and you get a little bit closer. Are, are you open to playing a little game with me here? Sure. Instead of thinking, because I, I think a lot of it is mindset and I feel like you, uh, you know, things that you said earlier would attest to that. So, or that you would agree with that. So instead of thinking, you know, these don't make sense, I never see these or, you know, training is boring. What is something else that you could start telling yourself about training that would be more beneficial for you? Um, I mean, I mean, I, I, I could ask myself, like, what would it take to get that, that shot sent to me or, you know, like, what, what, what can I do differently to present that opportunity for that pass mm -hmm. or, or that shot or whatever it is? Um, or just like I... training in general, not even that specific pack, but just like training in general. What are, what's something that you could tell yourself or, you know, something that you could, you just flipping that story. Hmm. I mean, I believe there's a light at the end of the tunnel for everything. So maybe I just kind of have to, you know, accept that training is a part of the game. And I have to tell myself that like training packs and free play and all that is part of the game. And I have to really embrace that aspect of the game. Cause like there's, there's lobby warriors, which are just basically people that sit in lobby whenever they're in between games. And then there's people like me uh, that, you know, I'm queuing and queuing and queuing and queuing and like, I spend like 30 seconds in between games. Like however long it takes to queue is however long I'm in free play. Like I don't, mm -hmm. I don't really diddly daddle between games. And then there's the guys that play maybe 10 games a day, but they're on for four or five hours and they only queue in between like 30 or 40 minute sessions of free play and training. Um, so I just, I feel like maybe I need to become the person that is in between the, the 10, like play 10 games on for four hours kind of person and the, you know, Q, Q, Q over and over and over again. I mm -hmm. feel like I need to really find a balance between that. And once I do that, I feel like I can really progress forward if I start really hunkering down and staying, staying true to training packs and stuff like that. I mm -hmm. feel like that's what I really need to start telling myself. Yeah. I think the first time that you're able to see something directly from that you worked on in a training pack, your, your whole world would be exploded. Like if you spent 10 minutes even working on like, I, and I've talked about this in the show a few times, this, I think it's gold to platinum and it's just like a bunch of really basic shots. But like when I work on that, I try hitting it far left, far right, up in the corner, up in the other corner and really just like honing in on getting those shots down the first time I was able to get some, a setup reasonably close to that one and then just slam it home in a game. I was like, well, this is just all worth it. Mm. Mm. And that's what I mean about looking at things as game time situations. 
Because that's what training packs are. They're game situations. It's not just training for the sake of training. It's, you know, this is something that I have screwed up in a game or know that I'll see in a game and then want to recreate for myself so that I can get back in a game and actually hit it instead of missing it and having all my friends laugh at me because I look like a doof. (laughs) (laughs) I I know there's one training pack that I have actually played several times. And you guys might have heard of it. It's called Shots You Shouldn't Miss. Yeah, yes, it, I've done that like, a couple times. I think it's fifty shots of just the most awkward and ran- and like most awkward and random placements of the ball. And like that training pack is something like that I could actually sit down and do because whoever created that, I'm not sure who created it, but um, the way they put the like the ball and the way it's bouncing and like it's like you see that stuff all the time because you know if if the ball's rolling real slow you see, you know, a defender come flying over across the field and he just like launches himself across. He like fakes himself and the ball just keeps rolling real slow. And then you're like usually caught because it positions you away from the ball in like a shadowing mm-hmm. position. You got to be able to turn around in like three or four seconds and really get to that ball to hit it. And you have to really hit it hard. Cause like if, if, if you don't hit it hard and it bounces, you know, it, the, and you're not going to get the shot. Mm-hmm. So like that, like those kind of training packs and that training pack uh, in particular is something that, I actually kind of enjoy playing because it puts the ball in really weird spots. And that's the stuff that I see all the time in champ one. It's just like the ball bouncing four times and nobody's touching the ball. And it's just like, what do I do? You know, like that's, that's the kind of stuff that I see. And I feel like that's the stuff that like, and and that training pack is what I would enjoy um, actually doing. So. Well, do you mind if I I interject here for a second and give, sure a little bit of advice myself. Um, so since you're, since you, there's certain training packs that you enjoy and others you don't, one of the things I think could help you um, get through the training packs that you don't is to start with the training packs you do like. You know, uh, do something, for instance, one of the training packs that you know you're actually good at. Start with something like that. Um, get your confidence and your motivation high. You know, get through that training pack one, two times, however many times you feel like you want to do it, that you feel like it's effectively working for you. And then transition into the training packs that you really don't feel like doing. You feel might be boring, might not be helping you as much, but you know you should be doing them anyways because ultimately they are helpful. You know, transition into those. And now you're going into those training packs with high motivation, high confidence. And that will only help you perform and absorb and take in those training packs better rather than, you know, going into training for the day and starting with something you really don't want to do. And chances are you're going to walk away from it either because you were bored or you are bored and you're probably not going to absorb as much of what that training was for as if you walked in with a high uh, or not high, but a, uh, a good mood, essentially. Okay. Here's a thought. The next time you guys are getting on to play together, instead of playing games, work on some training packs and just hang out. Yeah, we could do that. That's also a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to see more people doing that in the booster club as well, because I feel like part of the problem and part of, 
you know, Rocket League that has been a bit, and I've talked about this before, that's been slightly unattractive is the fact that I could sit by myself just working on a training pack for hours or an hour. And I think that's excessive to a point, you know, just doing mm-hmm. something over, like that long, not because I don't get something out of it, but just because, you know, eventually I just get like tired. And right. so I, I'm not as enthusiastic about it. But if you guys have like an hour and a half to play together, just hang out and work on a training pack and just, you know, talk about whatever's going on and then hop into some games. Like there's no reason you have to do this on your own either. So if you're thinking about playing games, maybe hop into the Discord and say, hey, I'm going to play some training packs and then I'm going to hop into some games. Who wants to hang out? Because it seems like, you know, things are starting to get more active in the Discord. So I feel like that is another avenue as well. Like this is not a journey that any of us have to do on our own. And it's not enjoyable on our own either. It's not nearly as enjoyable. That's a great point. And honestly, yeah. I mean, to capitalize on that too, uh, if you if you're you know going around the Discord and you see somebody in there and they're live streaming their session, you know, or for instance, you join the Discord and you're live streaming your training session, people can hop in and not only watch and absorb information, but they could also give you tips on things you could be doing better while you're in that training. So that'd be cool too. It'd be really cool if I was in there and I was training and I was working on something that I wasn't really good at. And I'm like to say I was having like, for instance, I said I wasn't good at air dribbles, you know, wall to air dribbles. So I'm practicing and practicing. And let's say, you know, somebody who joins is actually decent at that. They could watch and they could give me feedback live while I'm trying to attempt to do that. And it could help give me, um, more tips and advice and help me improve on what I'm doing. Totally. Yeah. So, uh, before, before we go too, too far, I, I want to ask this of you as well, star. What do you, what do you feel like your overall goal is for the game of rocket league? Um, I actually kind of sit in the same boat as my brother, I kind of want to be consistently in grand champ. And the reason I say that, I mean, if you, so if you, if you look at champ threes, right. One of the things you realize is that you're actually in the top 4% of the player base. That's, that's actually really good. So if you get to grand champ, you know, what is that, like top 2%, top 1%, something like that, something in that range? I, th- I think it's right around like 2 or 3, 4-ish, yeah. Okay, but that's 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 a good point to be at. And, you know, it, it shows that you're good at the game, you're at a very high skill level, you have knowledge, you have game time, you have game sense, you could coach other people if you wanted to. I mean, if you have that mentality to do that, but it's a good place to sit at. And my brother made a good point is if you try to strive higher than that, which you absolutely can and you absolutely should. But if you try to strive higher than that, there's not much of a reward between Grand Champ 1 and Grand Champ 3. 
And then when you hit SSL, I mean, that's just, I, I'm with my brother on that. That is, that is, obviously, that's the highest level there is. It's tough. There's not many of them. And that's exactly the way it's supposed to be. But that's, you're never going into those games casually anymore. And this is just my personal opinion. Now I'm stating my opinion from here on is, I feel like when I watch SSLs or pros, you know, um, that level of play just seems absolutely intense. <laughs> I I don't I don't know how like when I watch Garrett G or Justin or any of them stream or post YouTube videos and they're having conversations with other people or telling you what they're doing, I don't understand how they're doing it because I'm watching these guys play and it is insane that they are able to think that fast and still have a conversation at the same time. And I already have, like I was saying earlier in the podcast, I only, I already have calm issues and I'm mm-hmm. down here at champ two, champ three. So if I'm climbing all the way up there, I mean, I can only imagine how difficult it would be for me personally to try to play that fast, that intense, that accurate, and still try to hold a conversation with friends or anything like that. It just, it seems wild. And then also when I'm in like Spook Luke's discord and I see SSLs there playing or talking about their gameplays that they've had, they always seem to have like a rough time or they don't seem to be as in as a chipper of a mood as say somebody who is down in a lower rank would after getting out of a session. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, people, this is the weird thing about Rocket League is that, you know, we're, we're all in this boat of like wanting to continue to get better or improve. And when we start the game, it's not a big deal that we're bad because we're just trying to get better. We're just starting out. But then eventually we hit this we hit this wall where all of a sudden now we're supposed to be getting better, we're supposed to be improving, but now we're angry about it. Right, right. That that's the thing that baffles me and something that like I, I would love to have some kind of conversation flip about it. Because it's it's no different. Like, we're still playing the same game. We still have the same goals. The same things are happening. So let's just chill out and keep working on, on this whole thing and not get so worked up about it. Like, what what are we getting in such a, such a hole, Baloo? I've been thinking about this. And so I just Googled um, Tom Brady who, for those of you that might not watch American football or pay attention to the NFL, is literally the best quarterback of all time. He just retired. He lost his last playoff game in in a blaze of glory. And I watched his last uh, press conference, and, you know, he's upset because he just lost a playoff game, but he's not throwing a controller. He's not, like, throwing out a bunch of – obscenity uh, obscenities curse words yeah yeah he's not throwing out a bunch of curse words he's not blaming anybody he's not angry like this guy has to go out and talk to all these press people about how he just lost this playoff game 
in potentially his last season. And I mean, he's obviously upset, but he's pretty chill. And yet here we are, Joe Schmoes playing this video game and we're upset that we can't get out of champ three or champ two or whatever it is, or getting so frustrated because we like, let's just get over ourselves and, you know, play the game. Sheesh. Right. No, no, and I, um, I want to say, and Rob's probably going to slap back at me for this because he knows how I've been the last couple of days playing rocket league. But typically when I play, I've, I found lately that my games go better if I'm more chilled out. You know, I, i I know that the level that I'm playing in is difficult. It's fast paced, at least what I consider fast paced. And <clears throat> it's very easy to, uh, get scored on or lose a game when you make small mistakes. You know, the higher the rank you go, the smaller the mistakes you make, the more often you're going to get capitalized on. So it's easy to get frustrated, but I found that trying to avoid those frustrations really helps. But Rob would probably say that lately when we've been trying threes, that I've been getting pretty frustrated pretty quick. So that that is a good point. Probably should relax, chill, maybe walk away from the game for a little bit, you know, get a drink of water or something and realize, you know, it is just the game and that we're, we're all here to have fun. Right. Right. Rob, you have my full permission to tell your brother to chill the F out. Oh, you should, man, I'm telling you, you should, you should have heard him yesterday. I didn't hear from him all day. I was like, man, is he like mad at me? Like, what did I do? Yeah. I heard like, yesterday did not go well. Yeah, yesterday was a bad day for 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 both of us. Yeah, we were. I was. I was. I was. I was trying to stay calm. I was. I was. And uh, that's the way I try to approach whenever you have somebody that's uh, like a, a rando or um, somebody that you're like fresh, brand new playing with. Uh, I try to be try to be real relaxed. I try to, you know, because the the moment you start showing frustration and anger is whenever you start kind of getting kind of getting into the head of the people you're playing with, and then you know. If, if, if you have somebody that can snap you back and just say, Hey, you know, it's all right. We're chilling. You know, it's, it's reset. We're done. You know, you just got, you, I feel like that's, that's an important thing of, of rocket league is having that person that if, if you're having like a terrible game and you're getting scored on left and right, and you know, you just, you got to have that person that can sit down and say, Hey, you know, it's fine. You know, if you get scored on, you're learning. I'm saying, like, if the, the the more it happens, the more you can get it fixed. The more you can take advantage of the actual like activities of being scored on. And like, it's, it sucks. It's it's not like it's not fun whenever you go and you jump at somebody and they just hit you with the nastiest 45 degree flick you've seen in your life, and it goes 88 miles an hour to your top corner, and you're just sitting there and you're like, well, you know, yeah, I'm as well. You just took my whole career right there, you know. <laughs> so. Yeah, but it's 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 important to have that person, and I and I and I try like like Star will say like there's days where it's like like every time like every time I'm in net I'm getting scored on every time like no matter what I do I'm getting scored on, and it's like over and over and over, and, and Star will be like hey you know it's fine you know you know he he'll say oh hey I I missed the ball right here so that's 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 one of the reasons that you were by yourself, 
or something like that. And it's just, so it kind of goes both ways. There's days where I'm, I'm a little upset and he calms me down. And then there's days where he's upset and I attempt to calm him down and he just kind of doesn't want anything part of it, you know, but it's okay. You know, it goes both ways. So I can understand that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would definitely say I, I, when I get frustrated, I'm very bad at getting locked into that frustration and I struggle to, to get out. And I know that when that happens though, it's usually time for me to walk away from the game. And I can say I have been getting better at doing that, but I'm still looking for that something that helps me break out of that anger or being upset or that frustration that I have that, you know, these games aren't going right or whatever the case may be. Sounds like there's an opportunity for both of you to help each other. Yeah. Yeah. See, I like it. I agree. This is great. This is great. (laughs) Brothers playing Rocket League together. (laughs) It doesn't get any better than that. Cool. Well, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say it's, it's fun. It's fun having a brother that is into the same thing as you. I could definitely say, you know, from friends and other family members that having siblings always doesn't pan out the way you, you think it would or the way you want it to. So I'm super thankful that I have uh, somebody this close to me that enjoys the same thing that I do and is in the same comparable rank or uh, skill level as me. And we can bounce ideas off of each other and, uh, you know, just be able to sit down and just chat and have fun. Yeah, that's great. Okay. So, uh, and, and I'm glad that we were able to make it through our first brother podcast episode and everybody's happy at the end. (laughs) <laughs> yes yeah. yes yeah, we're, we weren't we're tearing the, uh tearing each other's heads off by the end yeah <laughs> i would i would count that as a win so as always uh for the both of you any any final thoughts for the listeners of the i almost said epic boost podcast i'm all sorts of confused <laughs> infinite boost podcast um i would just say if, if if you're feeling if you're feeling like rocket league is starting to sour your mood um just you know keep keep your head up i said i said earlier um there's a light at the end of the tunnel there always is a light at the end of the tunnel um you just and you have to surround yourself with the right people whether it's family or um you know people like if you're a streamer or whatever in your community make sure you get the right people in there um and don't be afraid to reach out for any type of help that's and that's even outside of rocket league so um Always, always keep yourself, you know, in high spirits, do your best. Uh, and uh, if somebody says you can't do something, all you can do is prove them wrong. Say, hey, you'll never flip reset. Watch me. You know, that's all it takes. Just keep moving forward, keep your head up, and stay strong. There you go. Star? Yeah, I just, I want to add on to that. Honestly, yes, you know, keep your spirits high. Um if you see that we're online in the Discord, you know, and you're having trouble, feel free to reach out to either of us. You know, we will definitely offer you whatever advice that we can give. You know, I've got about 3,000 hours of gameplay. I, I know Rob has more than me. 
So we've definitely got the time in the game sense, you know, so if you need help, just let us know, just hit us up. If you see us on the discord and the voice chat, come join us. We'll definitely play or, you know, just chat and hang out and uh, we'll have a good time. Any place that you care to share that people can find you on the internet outside of the booster club. Um, I don't, I don't have any, um, like I don't have Instagram or anything like that. So the only place you'd really ever be able to, uh, catch me is, you know, in my discord DMS and I'm like, right now it's it. Like I have my thing set to do not disturb, but I only do that because it triggers my brother. He doesn't like it. So I keep, I, I leave it like that cause it makes him mad. So, but yeah, don't, don't, don't be afraid to reach out to me on discord. I'm, it may say do not disturb, but you can disturb me. I'm there. Excellent. Uh, believe it or not, I'm also in the same boat. Uh, I'm not huge on social media. So Discord is also going to be the best place to reach out and uh, find me or talk to me or whatever the case may be. Nice. Uh, great. In in the Booster Club. What a great reason to join the Booster Club. And um, question for the audience. I don't know if you guys talked about this and came up with one or if you each have your own. <laughs> yes, yes. I was actually stuck on it for a while. Rob <laughs> told me his and I was like, my mind was blown. And I was stuck for a good hour trying to think of something, <laughs> something good. Oh, my quick question to you, though, is does it have to be Rocket League related or can it be any question or you any any? I mean, as long as it's appropriate. Sure. Um, I would like to know what hobbies people have outside of games. Hmm. clearly none easy answer. <laughs> <laughs> and uh my my question to everybody is what is the biggest and best piece of advice you've ever gotten in rocket league and how have you implemented it into your game nice good question cool guys well i appreciate the time and and making time on a sunday to come hang out with me for a little bit i appreciate your insights and your thoughts and everything and being open to conversation and and having this little experiment with me um and i mean let alone you know i've never had a couple people just a couple people on let alone having brothers on so i appreciate your willingness to try this out with me and your your participation in the discord it's been it's been huge for the discord and making it feel more like a home so i really appreciate that and as always guys thank you for the boost thank you for having us